Hey friends, welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. This podcast was created for the beauty industry professional that wants to grow and build a profitable career. I will share with you how I overcame fear, shifted my mindset, and created a strategy to build a business and life that I love. If you're feeling stuck, you want more out of this industry, and need guidance from someone that has gone before you, then stick around because I believe that you can be the game changer in your life. Because if you can dream it, you can create it, and you have the ability to crush it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez, and thank you so much for being here again. I so appreciate my listeners. And today, I have a really awesome podcast that I want to share. So today, I want to just dive right in. I want to give you five steps for an action plan to earn more money your first quarter. You know, starting this year off in 2020, I believe that we need to set ourselves up for success. We need to start off strong. And the only way that we can start off strong is if we create actionable plans. Otherwise, what happens? We're just kind of going through the motions and we're not seeing results because nothing is done intentional. And so I wanted to share with you some ideas that I feel like if you can implement this into your business today, I guarantee at the end of your first quarter, it's going to look much more happier and better and pleasing and you're going to have a fuller wallet and that's what I want for you. So let's talk about these different steps, okay? So if you haven't checked out the last podcast Uh, episode four, this is episode five, but if you checked out episode four, you would hear about the goal setting for 2020. In addition to um, downloading your digital copy, copy of the worksheet. And I hope and encourage all of my listeners that you go back and you listen to that and print that out and fill that out because this will be so helpful for you to make sure that 2020 is a huge success. Okay, and with that, that leads me to my step one. You need to track your goals, tracking sheets. In the worksheet that you, if you printed it out or downloaded it, there is a tracking sheet that you can plug in all of the numbers of everything that you're doing. And this goes for your services, your retail, your rebooking, the amount of tips, the amount of clients that you've seen. If you're not tracking things, then you you do not know where you're going. Um, And I believe that you need to have an end result and you need to know what steps you need to take to get to those results. So tracking is going to be a huge thing that I want you to implement in 2020, especially for you entrepreneurs um, and those who are flying solo. This is huge because you don't have necessarily a team that you can rely on to hold you accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable. And I find that if you're doing your tracking sheets, you're you're knowing what direction your business is going and you can see like, okay, I had, you know, 10 clients last week. This week I have five clients. What's going on? You can start to see like, were you falling short somewhere? 
was something was there a shift in your attitude were you not available what was it if your business is uh, dwindling down or if there's an increase I would want to know what are you doing differently why is there a big increase happening so I don't think that you should just go through the motions. I believe that you need to set up your goals. You need to be very intentional this entire time to make it successful. Um, I do believe though that just breaking up the year into quarters is really great. Sometimes we can get so overwhelmed when we're looking at the year as a whole. And so if we can just focus on one quarter at a time, I feel like that would be great. Of course, to break things down in that quarter, you want to set yourself with a with a end goal um, in general. So let's say you're just starting out or, you know, less than three years into the beauty industry. First of all, congratulations for still sticking to it because it's not easy, um, but you don't need to make it hard. Okay. So let's say that you're somewhat newer into this industry and you have this big goal that you want to bring in $60,000 in services for the year. So just kind of keep this number to mind. Okay, so if $60,000, so we're, let's just go with $60,000. I wrote down some numbers on my notes here that I wanted to go over, and I don't want to get too mathy on you because I know as a visual creative person, sometimes when someone's speaking numbers to me, I just go really blank, and I hope that you don't go blank as I'm speaking about this because it's really important for your business that you plug in these numbers because if you do, you're going to be so happy, and you're going to be making way more money than if you didn't, okay? So first things first, our tracking sheets. Um, you can make some your own if you'd like. Otherwise, go ahead and, and head on over to www.jenniferjadealvarez.com. And there on the resource page, you can um, sign up and, and get in your email box a downloaded um, digital copy of uh, 2020 goal setting. Okay, so make sure that you're doing your tracking sheets every single week. I want you to plug in these numbers so we can see where you're at and we can also know where you're going. Okay, so if $60,000 a year is your goal, then every month you need to be doing $5,000 in services, okay? Let's break that down a little bit further. So if you need to do $5,000 in services, that means every week, you need to do $1,111 a week. I like that. One, 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 one. Easy, right? Um, let's say that you work four days behind the chair or maybe four days out into the, the field doing makeup or whatnot. Then every day, you your target goal needs to be $277.75 a day. As a hairdresser, um, even a makeup artist, you know, that doesn't sound too scary, right? I mean, we started out thinking $60,000, which could seem like, ooh, that's, that's crazy. Is that even possible? But when we break it down to more of a simple, simpler form of four days a week, $277.75, guys, that you can do. I mean, you really don't need that many clients in order to to take care of that. $277, guys. You, I know that you can do that. 
Um, I don't know how much I've, I, all of you are charging um, per face or per head, um, but if you, if you have a client, let's say you're um, you you charge fifty dollars a haircut, let's say, or fifty dollars per makeup, which is a little bit on on the lower side, at least in my area. But let's say that that's what you're charging. You just need five and a half people. Five and a half people, guys. I remember the days that I would be slammed behind the chair, busting my butt, and I had probably like the most amount of people I did in one day was like 15. You guys, I was dying. I was dying behind. By the time the day was over, I was like, somebody wheelchair me out here because I can't walk. My, my hands, my feet are numb. And I just feel like I can't even speak to anybody or I don't even feel like looking at anybody. What type of career is that? I mean, that is definitely not a a very, um, you you can't sustain that. I mean, you're going to get so burnt out. It's terrible on your body. Um, So I don't advise doing that. Um, And just for the record, at the time, I was charging like peanuts to do hair. And so that's um, a conversation for a different time is, is our pricing. But if you're doing that many people and you're, and you're still not making $60,000 a year, there's something wrong with your prices for sure. It's definitely time that you increase. Um, so if you're not making $277.75 a day, how do you get, how do you attain more money a day? So that leads me to my next action plan is you need to be creating beauty goals for your client. This is a huge thing that I, I love talking about because I think that it's really important that we are taking great interest to what's happening in our client's lives, okay? Does she have weddings to go to? Does she have any special parties or photo shoots or any big moments and milestones in her life that you can get her back in your chair? Because that's what you want. If you are not having that conversation of what's going to happen next at her next appointment, then she's not thinking about it. And therefore, she probably isn't going to be thinking about coming back either. So for every single client, I still do this, and I'm always talking about our next appointment, okay? So maybe if you're a hair colorist, um, you did a color touch-up, but you're saying, okay, next time you come in, we're going to add a little bit of some dimension in your hair because I know that you're an all-over level four, but we want to add and break it up and and add a little bit of um, dimension or different tones to it. It's a great way that you can upsell your tickets. Um, You're talking about other services that you're offering. Um, Maybe you're um, a makeup artist and, you know, I I truly believe that that you also need to find out what other events does this client going to. Or maybe, wouldn't it be great if you said, hey, you know what, I also offer makeup lessons. Let her know how much you charge, set that up. Because people love that. People love to, to um, that you're taking interest into what happens with their daily beauty routines. Um, if you're a hairdresser, 
You can talk about maybe at that particular appointment you want to do a conditioning treatment or maybe talk about uh, for her next appointment since she's going to uh, Mexico for spring break, she needs to come in and she needs to try one of these smoothing treatments. Um, that's All of these ways are different um, ideas that you can start talking to your clients about, other services that you're offering and how to see them more often in your chair. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit. Having more, having her come back into your chair more often. So let's say, for math's sake, okay, you do a $50 haircut or maybe a $50 makeup application. Um, if they were to come eight every eight weeks, that would be a total of $325 a year. What if you had them come in a little bit sooner for their haircut or for maybe their next facial appointment. If they came seven every seven weeks, you would profit $350 a year. But what if you had them come in sooner than that? What if you were able to get them back into your chair for every six weeks for the entire year? That's $433 a year from that one client. So, so 50 may be on the lower end. One of my artists right now, her average ticket is 125. So her average ticket um, for one client that's coming in, so whether it's like a haircut, color, uh, facial waxing, uh, she's averaging right now $125. If we applied the same type of math where, okay, she was coming in every eight weeks for her services versus every six weeks, Listen to this, guys. If she was coming in every eight weeks, she's got a $125 average ticket, okay? Every eight weeks, she is making $812.50. What if she was able to get that guest back in, still the average ticket of $125, but she came in every six weeks for that year? That's $1,083, Okay. Now, here's something that's really exciting, okay? People are always talking about, I need more clients. I need to have uh, more bodies in my chair. And I have heard other um, educators out there that the golden number is 250 clients. Okay, so if your goal is $60,000 a year and you had your average ticket of 125 if they came in every six weeks, remember I said it was $1,083, you only need 55 clients to accomplish your year goal. 55 clients that, came, that would come in every six weeks, you would hit your year goal. I feel like when we break down these numbers a little bit smaller, it just seems like this is more realistic. I can totally do this. Okay, so this is how crucial it is that, that you are creating these beauty goals for your clients. You want them to come back in. You want them to come back in sooner. It's better for them. It's going to be better if they're coming in more often to get their facials, their lashes done, their color touch-ups, their balayage treatments, their smoothing treatments. Um, if you're a makeup artist, find out what other services you could do for them. Um, can you teach them how to apply their makeup using their makeup? 
What if you took them on a shopping spree to a makeup store? What if you um, hosted a party at their house for her and her friends? Think about other ways that you can create income from that one person and and flip the script. It's not about you having more clients that's going to make it successful. It's about offering them all the different services that you're able to help them um, and service them. Does that make sense? I hope I didn't lose you with all those numbers, but I wrote those down um, and I hope that um, by breaking it down to more of a simpler math equation that you could realize that $60,000 a year is totally doable. Okay, and let's do step number three, referral program. So I believe that everybody needs to implement some type of referral program because even though this is going to be a little contradicting, even though I said you don't necessarily need to have more clients to be successful, you have to have clients. So if you're just starting out, this is going to be super important that you implement this. And also too, I've been a seasoned um, artist since 2002. My, I don't see anybody that I saw in 2002. No. And I'd have to say that the people that I saw maybe 10 years ago, I don't see them now. Uh, very few people. So my business has constantly revamped, evolved, and changed. And you constantly need to be on, on that roller coaster as well because people move, people die, people change their mind. You raise your prices, they can't afford you. There's all these different reasons and excuses of why somebody may be choosing not to see you again. And so you constantly need to get yourself out there and um, continue building and sustaining and wowing your customer. So a referral program. So, and you guys can steal this if you'd like. I, I, uh, it, it's, I feel like it's working really well for us. Um, uh, the referral program that we have at our salon right now is we've got these cute little cards. I made them on Zazzle. And uh, they have our logo and our number and address. And on the back of the card, it says um, that if you refer your friend in, you will receive $25 of product credit. And your friend will receive $15 for their first service. So this is an awesome incentive, I believe, because it's a little bit about perceived value. So $25 to them is $25. But as a beauty professional, thankfully, we get a, a nice discount in order to purchase our products. So traditionally, we are receiving about anywhere from 40 to 50% off of retail. So if it was, if we, re, if we purchased um, $12.50 of product, we would um, turn back and, and sell it for $25 or possibly even more depending on um, what your margin is or, or where you're, what area you're from. Um, taxes and shipping and things like that should be included as well. But $25 is $25 to them. It's $12.50 for me. So I am thanking my client for sending me in a new person by giving her $12.50 of product. I think product is such a great way as a, as to use as an incentive. Um, what I love about products is that it, it means retention and referrals and 
it's a great way that when that client is at home with that product, like when they're using it, um, one, I'm sure it's super beneficial for their hair or skin or whatever product you had given them, um, but it introduces them to your particular line that you love. You're showing them how to take care of their hair or their skin at home. And every time they use it, it's a reminder of, oh yeah, my hair or my makeup artist, this is what they told me that I need to be using. And so I absolutely love implementing uh, this referral program by using products. Um, and then of course, you know, when that new guest comes in, $15 off, um, I feel like is a, is a generous um, incentive to get them in the door because I, I do feel that like $5, I feel like that's just not enough um, to, to attain a, a new client. So it needs to be, you know, a, a decent amount off in order to attract uh, people. And I would give, you know, I would test things out. You know, I always think that if you can pass out three of your referral cards to every single client and just have them, you know, throw these in your purse when you see your girlfriend next or your sister, make sure to give them one of these cards because I know that you really love uh, the products that I'm using on you and I really want you to try it out. And you can get $25 of credit. So, uh, you know, take these cards with you. I so appreciate that. I appreciate your business. Make sure that you are thanking them constantly because you know what? Like at least in Naperville, there's over 200 salons that they can choose from. So the fact that they're going to be coming in to Naperville and choose Refined Beauty, choose me to do their hair. I mean, like, wow, that's a huge compliment. Referrals are a compliment. And if you're not getting new guests in your door, if you're not getting any referrals, then I would be wondering, what are you doing for your services? Because people are probably bored with them. They're not wowed by them. And so that circles back to the the step that we just spoke about is creating those beauty goals, telling them about all the services um, that you offer and that you're capable of creating for them and telling them about them, even just asking them as well. Ask for the the sale of the service, ask for the referrals I don't know if it's it's maybe a woman thing or if it's an industry thing. It's a it's a mindset thing for sure. I know that. But why are we so afraid to ask? You know, it's it, the old the saying of the more no's you get, the closer you are to a yes. Um, and I think that that is a good it's a good challenge that you could um, start today. Of okay, the more no's that I'm getting, the closer I am to a yes. And people are gonna say no. And I think that in the beginning, it can be really discouraging because you're, you just so badly want that success. You so badly want to build. You so badly want to increase your average tickets um, because you know that you're capable of doing a lot of great services for that client. I get it, guys. I've been there. I know you want that. But you just got to keep doing it because it's what that um, persistent, consistent mentality that if you implement into your business, that is what is going to cause you to see the results. The $60,000 is going to be the results that you get from your efforts. If you're not liking the number that you're seeing at the end of last, the number that you saw at the end of last year, or maybe you know that you can do better, then do it. Increase that, that number and just go for it. But you have to continue to put out your best effort of, of just going for it. 
I mean, if someone says no, just say okay. Maybe next time. Um, or maybe even ask, oh, you know, I'd, I'm very curious of why you are, are refusing this product or whatnot. I mean, it's okay to be a little bit ballsy and, and ask. Ask the client. Um, also, you know, for referrals too, uh, I think testing out dialogue is super important. Um, I know in the beginning, our dialogue uh, can be a little rough around the edges. Um, I know that mine was, and I see that in a lot of the students that I teach as well, is that uh, the way that we speak about things, you know, you guys need to have really a great enthusiasm when you're working on your clients and you're talking about what you could do for them. Um, or if you're asking for a referral, I mean, think about what your attitude and your mannerism, your demeanor, what is that like? Because, you know, if you're very um, monotone, um, not smiling, um, not very, um, like the, to- the tone of your voice, your, your body language, you know, crossed arms, um, shoulders down, I mean, people sense that, and I mean, I was, I'm going to refer to like food quite a bit in this podcast because I'm such a foodie, but like if I was at a restaurant and somebody was telling me about their, their menu or wanting me to come back for uh, a special event, let's say like Valentine's Day is coming up, the special event, if they were to tell me like, We've got this, you know, delicious filet mignon of eight ounces and it's super uh, juicy and um, it comes with a side of creamed spinach that just melts in your mouth. I feel like if somebody was like descriptive of the words to it, I mean, there's power in your words, right? Um, if they were descriptive like that, I'm like, sign me up. I'm coming back here. My, my hub, my husband's going to take me out to eat. And I think the same goes for like when we're asking for referrals or asking somebody to, um, receive a different type of service. I mean, we've got to really paint a beautiful picture for them of what that would look like, you know? So like, as far as like the referral program, if you are to talk about, to say, okay, I'm going to, um, credit you these products, I would maybe get really specific about a certain product. Like, you know, oh, Pam, this, this oil. So, okay. At my salon, we use Davides, um, oil. Absolutely love it. It's awesome. So let's say I really want her to try that. Okay. This is a $40 product too, by the way. So if she uses her card, she still has to owe money for the remaining balance, which is good, right? Because not every product is worth is going to be $25, maybe like a shampoo or, or whatnot. But, you know, I would go for something a little bit more luxury and high end because it's like, if you can get a discount on that price, here's your chance, Pam, that you can try this luxury oil. You know, you always talking about how you're having challenges with shine and frizz control and this oil is super great because you can use it on wet hair, you can use it on dry hair, you can rub it a little bit um, on your hair throughout the day. And this is also going to help out with static. And this is your chance that you can try it. I know that you were talking about being on a, a beauty budget this month, but if you take these referral cards and you can just pass them out to some of your friends, when you come, when they come in and see me, I'm going to make sure that you can get take home that oil that you have your eye on. Right, so now you've planted that seed that for this referral program that 
it's almost as if she already has it in her hand, right? Um, and I would even go the distance of like talking about your referral program and maybe even handing that product that like, look, I, maybe she doesn't want to take it home today, but like, like, you know, dangle that carrot in front of them and let them know like, look, I want you to have this and I need your help too. I think that it's important that that we do, yes, give things for to our clients to show our appreciation. But I think that it's important, you know, that you're not giving everything away for free, you know, like make sure that you are um, doing something to grow your business in turn. Otherwise, you're just going to become a very discounted uh, type of artist. And you don't want that because that is not going to make you $60,000 a year. Okay, now tip four networking. Okay, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I feel like nobody is doing it and I don't know why. Are you doing it? Are you networking? I don't know if it's because people don't know where to begin. They don't know how to network. They're not even for sure how to start. But you know what? If you have business cards and if you don't, go ahead and make some. But grab your business cards and find some social event that's going on in your community. Whether it's an after hours party, or it's a gala, or it is a some type of meeting. You have to put yourself out there. People need to know who you are. I, I feel like there's so many stylists and artists that are just kind of like twiddling their thumbs and like looking at social media, like why is nobody coming in the doors? And I just think, well, you got to put yourself out there. Nobody knows who you are. You need to be boisterous. You need to be loud. Uh, networking is a huge thing that I like to capitalize myself. I'm a huge um, promoter of our of my salon in my community. And I just, I want to be known. And I feel like if we're not putting ourselves out there, then people are just not going to know us. And there's just so many events. I mean, get on Facebook and look at, go to the events, there's going to be a ton of events. It doesn't have to be necessarily with your chamber, which I do strongly advise that you should get affiliated with your local chamber. It's a huge platform that you can help grow your business. It's a great way to connect with other people in your community. It's a great way that you can be more charitable with your profits because you will be profitable this year. So get yourself out there and be network networking. Um, I would at least put something out on the calendar like three times a month of opportunities of where you're going to be networking, whether it's you're going to go from door to door networking, uh, which can be super challenging, um, or an after hours party or some type of local event, even if it's like at a clothing store that's having a big sale um, or or um, maybe it's a, a grand opening of like a coffee shop or something, whatever it is. Put yourself out there and go. I know you're going to feel awkward at first, but trust me, the more you do this, the easier things are going to be coming for you. So um, I challenge you, just get on Facebook, look at the events, find what events are, are near you on your calendar for this next month, next four and a half weeks, put a few things on your calendar and make that attempt and, and put yourself out there and go. Now, when you are networking, and this is probably for a different podcast that I'd like to do, um, and if networking is something you would like to learn more about, um, if you guys could just, um, in the 
either in the reviews or um, you can shoot me um, a, a DM um, on either Instagram or Facebook or I think you can also leave me a mess- message here on this podcast. I would love that. If you guys want to know more about networking and, and how to make that successful for you, let me know. Um, but when you get out there, the biggest thing is that you need to socialize, okay? You don't go somewhere and just stand in the corner and wait for people to come up to you. Um, don't be weird. That's It's weird. It's creepy. Go out there and, you know, like let's say if you're at a ribbon cutting for like a coffee shop, I want to know who the owner is. I want to t- try their coffee. I want to I want to learn who likes the coffee. Is this a place that I would want to go to and maybe write some blogs or um, maybe have a, a meeting with my team there? Like, I want to know a little bit more about the place. And that's what networking is really all about, is getting out there. Okay. And our last step for your five-step action plan to earn more money your first quarter is rebook. So rebook is a huge thing. And this is where we're talking about your the eight weeks versus seven weeks versus six weeks. And also too, we have to just ask. Um, and, and sometimes I don't even ask. I just tell, you know, like if I've seen somebody two, three times, I'm starting to learn like, okay, this person, I need to get them back in my chair. Okay. Let's say she's a color touch up. You know, her hair is going to grow. You know, her grays are going to pop out. And they're going to be visible in four weeks. And you need to see her again in four weeks. Because if it's five weeks, it's not going to look pretty. It's going to be a skunk stripe. And she is not going to be happy. And it's difficult to squeeze people in. In the beginning, you may not be busy yet. But if you're not rebooking, people will assume that you'll get them in whenever. And if you're a um, a sweet owner of freelancers, uh, if you're not rebooking their appointment ahead of time, guess what's happening? Yes, Miss um, Mary may be texting you or DMing you at 2 a.m. in the morning because she needs her hair done. Or she needs to get in for a, a wax or a facial at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m., you're getting messages from people. When if you could have at her last appointment just book her ahead of time, it would really save you the um maybe the the stress or the time um consuming of a lot of people texting you emailing you dming you um and just all different streams of trying to communicate when at the very beginning you should just say like you know what i know your hair is going to be growing in four and a half weeks or four weeks i need to see you back in i'm going to be in the salon um or spa i'm going to be in on tuesdays and thursdays which day would work better for you? Perfect. Would you like morning, afternoon, or evening? Give them options and don't make it a yes or don't make it a choice of do you want to to remake your appointment or not? You know, and I I feel like, you know, that goes back to like our demeanor, our verbiage, our dialogue. It sounds very weak. It doesn't sound like it's a demanding thing. You have to make this a must. The rebooking their appointment is how you can set up your schedule for success because this is such a great way then you can take control of your schedule and start double booking people um, and smart booking. You know, for what I'm doing right now with my staff is um, 
I want them to come in and I want them to be busy from open to close. I don't want weird gaps on their book. So if I'm booking people, I'm going to be smart booking them. And that way they don't have weird holes all over the place. If you allow your clients to just book whenever, you're going to be having like 30 minutes in between every guest. And guess what? If you need to see five people a day, because of those weird gaps, you might only be able to see three people a day. And this is really defeating the purpose of of goal setting and and being focused on where we want our year to end financially. So take ownership, take control of your books and rebook every guest. That is that is always the goal. Um I always think about, you know, how I can set up um my like every service to be a complete experience. And if you're not telling those clients about all the services you can um serve them all the services that you can provide for them and all the products that they should be using at home and when they should come back in and rebook. If if you're not talking about these things or if you're not telling them and educating them, then you're not setting up your business for success. Start today. Start today implementing these ways and I guarantee that you're going to see the results that you're looking for. Okay, well, I hope that was really informative. I hope you super enjoyed that. Um, If you liked this podcast, if you do me a favor, subscribe and write a review. I would love to know what you think, what your thoughts are. And if there's any way that I can help you, please let me know. I'm always interested too in the topics that you guys are are wanting to hear more about, whether it's um, business ownership, launching a business, um, the nitty gritty of, of business, um, let me know. I, I'd love to know what you think. So, um, I believe in you guys and I know that you can be the game, cha- game changer in your life because if you can dream it, you can create it and you have the ability to crush it. All right, guys. Thanks so much.